1: to Owen the Town. I'm Luke Gregory and here's what's coming up today. It feels like the start of the football season again, doesn't it? As Luton's first game in a month is in the FA Cup third round. We beat Harrogate 4-0. It wasn't the best performance of the season so far, but a scoreline which I guess we can't really argue about today. We'll discuss that game in a bit more detail and because we haven't had a game in a month, I just feel like what do we need to do now to go forward? It feels like the season's restarted again. We're getting back on track players are getting up to full fitness and uh how are we going to get on for the rest of the season that's what we're going to be discussing today i'm joined by dave today as always and without Bataro here today which we'll get to in a sec darren's joining us on zoom uh when i'll him up there we go evening boys how are we doing good evening oh sorry dave it would help you, for-
0: <laughs> you did you do it on purpose yeah i've had too much talking over christmas and now you just do that to me mute me what's going on
1: yeah, sorry mate. Um, it's how- nice to see Darren. Yeah, Darren, thank you for joining us today. Um no
2: no problem. Thanks for having me.
1: Basically, in case you missed the news, Luke Bataro gave or well, he didn't give birth to a human, his his partner did. And he's he's got a little boy, ain't
2: he? he <laughs> yeah,
0: could have said it a little bit differently. I know, I? I
1: really did just how would you have said it?
0: They had a they had a
1: lovely baby boy. They have, yeah, and we are very excited for Batara because he's been keeping it in for ages. Yeah, um, yeah and, and not the baby, the secret. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and his other half has been keeping it in for nine months. Uh, yeah. So hey, listen, he's a lovely lad, um, and we're, uh, should we leave Batara to, to announce the name when we see him? Again? Yeah, 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 you definitely.
1: And I know he's, he has put it on Twitter and stuff. If, if, if you are curious, go Luke Batara on Twitter. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Batara. It's, yeah, it's a shame we lose him for today. I did try and get him on, but he, he can't. He can't do today. But he's, he says Sheffield United away. Duties, he's right. going to be in baby duties. That's Even though gonna... his baby will be three weeks old, he's still coming to Shuffled United away, which is uh, <laughs> brilliant. So. Um, first time Davis. Se- well, not first time I've seen you since the Christmas podcast, but. Hey the Christmas First podcast. podcast since yeah,
0: then. The Christmas podcast was real good fun. I had a real good time recording it and we've had some really lovely comments about it. Yeah. If you haven't watched the uh full Nick Cohen one either, uh, get on and do that because genuinely really, really good chat and I've had some some great comments back to me personally. And
1: uh, yeah. And if you haven't seen any of them, by the way, go on YouTube and, and search Ferry When the Town, because I know we didn't put it as audio and a couple of people have said you should have put it as audio. But if you're listening to this and you go, I've not heard any Christmas podcast. Go check it out on YouTube. Uh, It'll be very good. Uh, Anyway, enough of that. Three word reviews of Luton Town 4, Harrogate Town 0. I thought it was a pretty good FA Cup third round tie. I I quite enjoyed it on Sunday. Uh, Callum says, the better team won. Mark says, great being back. Adam felt like pre-season. Neville, next round please. Um, Brian says, exposed on the left. Rob took our chances. Neil says, got job done. Uh, Darren, let's start with you, mate. What, what do you like out of them lot?
2: Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Adam, and uh, it felt a bit like pre-season. I yeah. think I, I, I knew it wasn't going to be a full house, but I, I thought there'd be a few more than, than there was. So, it, it, I don't know. It was it was a, it, it was a little bit chilly. It was a bit cold, and and the first half was a bit slow, wasn't it? And it just took a while to get going. So, yeah, I thought it felt felt like pre-season I, I don't even think it felt like we got out of first gear really no nah. um i think i said but, the, you know it, s- sorry it, 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 sorry that just but enjoyable you know it, it, mm. it was totally i you know i didn't really have anyone sat around me so i had a few seats to myself just sort of relaxed back and just enjoyed the show yeah. it was quite it was quite easy in the end wasn't it
0: i, I think we said on the day when we were standing at to luke that uh it felt a bit pre seasonish felt like um you know, of course we, we, we you know, the better team won. Of course we did.
1: Um, that's what I said, uh, What it felt like for me as well, that because we've had this month away from being at a game, like if you didn't go to Blackpool, your last game would have been Fulham, which was way over a month ago. And you think like, that's almost like half of what you'd wait between summer and a new season. So it, it has just kind of felt maybe, you know, we have been waiting for this day to come where we've got a game to go to again. And... I expected us to turn up. I, I expected that game on Saturday. I expected Harrogate to come and play good football. And, you know, we, we didn't perform our best, but we got the win. And that's exactly how I thought we'd play.
0: Yeah, if you, under, if you underestimate any team from a lower league in the FA Cup, then you're a bit stupid. Um, they're going to come and they're going to play the game of their lives. I mean, it's, it's the biggest game of, of Harrogate's career that, up till now, isn't it? It's the first time they've been in that round. Why wouldn't they want to go all out? Why didn't they why wouldn't they think and why wouldn't their fans think they have a chance of beating us? And, yet that, yeah, and it went like that, didn't they, it really?
2: Yeah, they came, they 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 came and had a bit of a go, didn't they? There was a lot of huff and puff, but I don't I you know there was no real quality from them, was there in the end?
1: No. I, I was I was gonna say that. I think they did get it they they got it into wide areas quite well, and I guess it was just that quality of the final ball was not quite there every time. But they, there was a stage though where they were getting in quite a lot, and we weren't at our best. And I think a few fans were just kind of get a bit restless of we need to get the foot on the ball here. And just well, I saw it's our first the, game in a month, isn't it? It's, I agree it's with difficult.
0: that. I also agree with what Darren just said. You know, uh, we didn't get our first gear. Mm-hmm. It felt like we were just there to do a job, and we didn't show our best football at times. Uh, our defending at some times was a pretty poor, especially down our left. Um, it was it was constantly going that way all the yeah. time they're getting the crossing. We were thankful that we didn't have a, you know, a seven foot striker in the middle because he might've gone a couple of things and, you know, but you expect, but, you, you expect them to come fast at your beginning. And then you expect that, that our um, stamina would be better. That's what I would have said on the day, but let's not underestimate him, But we were in that, we were in that position not so long ago, were we? But it, it, you
2: know, the sort of, um, it, the letharg, didn't come from Nathan Jay. I mean, I know you're the other side, Dave, but, you know, I'm in the Kenny end. But Nathan was going crazy, like proper crazy, trying to G him up. Um, so it's not from that, that side of things. It's just obviously the players just couldn't, I guess, like you say, not playing for a month, but the players just couldn't get themselves going. And, and actually, I think he he changed, Nathan changed formation, didn't he, after about 30, 35 minutes. And I think we settled a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I thought actually Harrogate played in the week, didn't they? And I know one game doesn't give you that much fitness, but I thought you know we need to be ahead after an hour or comfortably ahead after an hour, or else yeah. um, you know the fitness might start. But then you look at the subs we brought on. I know getting the second goal at that time was was really important, but yeah. you know we we actually went we ended up being stronger, didn't we, in the end on the pitch?
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: If you look at the changes he made to the starting eleven, um, because I think loads of Luton fans going to this didn't know what kind of team he was going to put out. Um, and it was as full strength, really, as, as we, we could probably be without injured players or without Harry Corn if he's still injured and stuff. Uh, Mendes Gomez come in, Lansbury and Jerome for Pelly, Musquey and Campbell. And it was a strong team. It was good to see a team out like that. and It wasn't just, you know, we're just going to throw this away. Because it, you said on Saturday, you were talking about the FA Cup growing up. and
0: Oh, listen, the FA Cup is important to fans, fans of our club and fans of clubs of our nature. It's really important, you know, and I generally believe sometimes when I was younger, I thought we could win the FA Cup. I'm not so sure that we can now, but I'd love to have a good cup run and go to a, you know, a really, really, you know, big venue with a big team and have one of those classic days out. And I would have been very disappointed if Nathan had put out a really poor team, very disappointed because there is a chance that we can progress a couple of hours and think of the prize money too, how that's going to help us.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: But It it fell perfectly, didn't it? Because we're saying like it feels like a pre-season and we actually needed a pre-season game after not playing for a month. So, you know, it fell right into our laps. It was a a perfect game for us. Uh, And who who was it? It was Neil that said, got the job done, didn't he? So, and that's what it was. It's minutes in the legs. Uh, goals, different goal scorers. Uh, you know, it, it couldn't have gone any better. And if you if you were setting up a game for us to play after having a month off, that was the game, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. And especially with the leaders, Bournemouth at the weekend, they're the last team you want to be playing if you're not going to be hundred percent. I've seen a lot of Luton fans say, "Oh, if we play like that against Bournemouth." It's just like, yeah, but we won't. I don't think we will play no, like that, that against Bournemouth. You know, it's Harrogate was so up for that, and I'm not saying that Bournemouth aren't going to be up for it, but we will have hey, our tails up. To be With fair, Bournemouth are going to
0: come to Luton expecting to win. Well, exactly. And uh, when I went to Bournemouth and I made that bold statement after the game, I didn't. I think we could have won up there. Literally could have won up there. And, and you know, given a few more uh, opportunities, we would have won. That's how I felt. I, did, I wasn't that impressed, but Bournemouth have obviously kicked on a lot, haven't they? So I think we'll raise our game Saturday.
1: Should we talk about the goals then? Um, yeah. 1-0 kind of came out of nowhere. It was a pretty route one goal as well. Goal kick up field. Jerome flicks it onto to and he brilliantly turned and put it in the bottom corner. This guy, I just think, gets better every single week. I said it in my work group chat today that I think he's going to be a Premier League player in two years um, on a work call today. And I got laughed at. And that's my work colleagues at Brentford. They laughed at me.
0: Well, if you said that a couple of years ago about uh, Brentford's star striker right now, they'd have probably laughed at you. So, you know. What do but they he's mean? brilliant, though, isn't he, Adebayo? Yeah, well, Adebayo he
1: is. is. And that goal, it it's, looks so simple, but to touch and turn and just finish it like that it just looks so easy
2: but it's the different types of goals like that that's you know a guy that's all you you expect the headers in the box to cross his in but that was something else wasn't it you know um we say about uh, peter crouch where he had good feet for a tall guy well the bow showed it on saturday didn't he i mean that it, it was brilliant it was sensational
0: yeah. And and even doesn't matter what quality opposition you're playing, he you still had to control, turn, and shoot on target. And he and he struck it really well. Um, yeah, if you think he's gonna be in the Premier League in two years' time, let's hope it's with us.
1: Yeah, why not? Yeah. I do yeah. just think that every single game we're watching him at the moment, he produces something that's just outrageous and it's but, that pace and the skill and his yeah. touch and his hold up play and his finishing. It's like you said Darren, that all of his goals seem to be different. There's not just like a single way he'd score. And yeah. yeah,
2: I just get excited about it. He's not he's not a one trick pony, is he? No, you he's know, not. he he has everything. And and I'm I'm surprised, Luke. I'm surprised they're laughing at you because um, <laughs> Same. I, agree. Yeah. I, I agree, I agree. I if yeah, you know, if he's not in the Premiership in a couple of years, I'll be amazed.
0: Every goal he scores pushes his price up just a little bit more. Every game he plays really well pushes his price up. So there's but, two well, this there's year. Two...
1: He's only nine from nine goals away from twenty. Yeah. And- with the amount of games we've got left, I think we've we've still got like 23 games left. So he but, could easily hit 20 yeah. goals this season. Yeah. The
0: thing is, as long as, if we can't keep him, as long as, well, we've said this before, as long as yeah. we can cash in on him and we can't keep him, we need to make sure we get the best ever deal for a striker that we've ever sold.
1: Oh, I think we will, easily. Yeah. Um, the second goal came from the other striker that started, Cameron Jerome. This was a really good play, actually, from Mendes Gomez. I saw he got a little bit of stick on socials the other day. Really? Uh, yeah, I saw some people say they weren't that impressed with him, but I thought he was great to make a bit of space, a bit of trickery, which we know he's got. Jules uh, across in and Jerome really couldn't miss. Um Jacobs put it, he scrambled home his first goal for the club, but I thought Jerome scored against Stevenage. I um, don't know if that's true, he's,
2: yeah Yeah, I, I think he's home got goal. Home before, isn't he?
1: First goal at home. First home goal.
2: First, yeah, first, yeah, goal,
1: first at goal at yeah. home. Maybe Producer that's Jacob comes on the Christmas podcast. We big him up.
0: And then he reverts back to status. Yeah,
1: Unless it was an own goal, then I apologise. But yeah, uh, Jerome missed a chance in the first half of the end. There was like a little scissor kick from a free kick, but he did get the goal. And I think, I don't know about, Jerome needed that, didn't he? Just to kind of kick start his own season and maybe just get a bit of confidence to kick on him being Nathan Jones' plans.
0: Well, um, I think Jerome knows the role he's been brought in for, and I think that was it uh, at the weekend. I think that was it. Um, I don't think he's a bad player, but at this moment in time, we've got better options in front of him, haven't we? So you'd use them. He's a, he's a, he's a what can I say? Um, Well-travelled player. How about that? Would that be a right thing to say? But also he got a shout out for us on the, uh, uh, for, sorry, for DLA when he scored. So but there you go. Uh I don't mind him he did what he had to do he was in the right place right time scores the goal
1: and flicked on yeah. for the first goal for Adebayo yeah. as well so you so can't
0: he... moan at him and he wasn't on yeah. the pitch the whole game was he you know he was never going to do the whole game
1: and I know in the, in the past we have spoken about um, people shouting abuse at players and stuff and Bree getting it quite a lot I did hear someone shouted Jerome the other day like get him off the pitch and I was just like look come on support I, the team
0: I was just happy to be there let alone anything else I yeah. wasn't going to moan at yeah. anything I had a great day I had a great day the result just you know topped it off
1: um, we, we actually made some good saves of the weekend. I think most of them did come when we were four nil up. So before we speak about the saves, let's talk about the goals. Naismith, after appearing on the Owen of town, Christmas podcast, went and scored a beautiful goal a volley, which smashed against the defender, chipped the keeper. Um, so now we've, we found out on the, the Christmas podcast. If you haven't watched it, go, go check it out. He did say he does love playing center half. And that's his yeah. favorite position, and he's always thought he could play there. I think he was saying at one stage that like, he didn't understand why people were doubting him as a centre half because he always knew he wanted to be there. But the way he scored that goal, he could be a striker for all we know.
2: I I, I think actually he's, he's just is is just full of class. I I think he could play centre mid. I really think he, yeah. he could he could really you know he, he could dig in if he had to if he had to but he's his touch and his passing everything about him he could distribute the ball you know he's got an engine on him I think he really could play centre mid and like I say the way he finished the positions he gets in is is a wonderful signing
0: hey that touch over the goalkeeper for the goal was perfect oh it was brilliant absolutely it? perfect it was, brilliant. it was just perfect and you know good luck to him I hope he scores many more of those
1: and it's like I said to him in that Christmas podcast it how he's not getting now in a, a, a shout for Scotland is oh. is baffling.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well hopefully, hopefully that goal will help him out a little bit more, wouldn't it? Uh,
1: Luke Berry came back from injury and, and made it four. It was a great play from Fred Onyudinma down the left wing. Beat a couple of players, pulled it back. Berry smashes it in. It's great to see Luke Berry back. And I think, would you say we've missed him in the few last couple of months he's been out?
0: Yeah, I think he offers us something different. And I, I, firstly, let's not underestimate that run down the wing. I'm, again, we've got to think about our opposition, but the run down the down the left for Fred was pretty pretty spot on, wasn't it? And you know, again, another one that Luke Berry couldn't miss. But yeah, I'm really pleased to see him back. I love him.
1: And it's like you said earlier about uh, Jerome being in the right place at the right time. It always seems that Berry is this season. He's them two goals against Blackburn. He was in the right place at the right time. The Swansea one, he was. Um, and again, here just doesn't that, doesn't that arriving he, at the the perfect time
0: but don't that show the strength of the player he's reading the game he knows where to be he gets there and he, and he takes the opportunity
1: and then he gets to go to his former club in the next round the fourth round of the FA Cup oh. Cambridge away it's like old times again isn't it and I it's one that I think I'd be nervous about playing Cambridge away right now but
0: no, I'm love I think it.
1: we're more than capable of winning this game because they're looking at us going that's winnable but we're doing the same
0: you'd expect him to say that
2: are you coming Darren
0: are you coming to that game
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah okay. definitely.
1: Good. Definitely. Um, Producer Jacobs, it, it's 30 days since Luton last kicked the ball and it's the first time in 27 years Luton have gone into the fourth round in consecutive seasons.
2: Well. Um, that's so. a great stat. There you go.
0: What can you well say? Done.
1: You know. Uh, Cambridge away in the next round then. I, I, Do you know what? I'm looking I forward to I every chance we could be a TV game. But.
0: No, I don't think so. I think what well, I just hope that if we get enough ticket allocation, we go there and we give them a good game and we come away smiling, come on fifth round.
1: Them games at Cambridge have always been good, haven't they? Like over yeah. the years, we've had some brilliant games up there.
0: I mean, let's be fair. They've just beaten bloody Newcastle, haven't they? At Newcastle. And uh, they're going to be really up to beat us. They, if they, if we can beat Newcastle, we can beat anyone. Well, Although most Ooh. people can beat Newcastle these days, so... <laughs>
2: But it's you know it's a ground we're used to going to um, not so long ago you know it's not too unfamiliar um, you know size wise in the grand scale of things it's not too dissimilar so it's not going to be it's not like um, you know a Premiership club going there playing in a small ground and stuff you know it, it's it's not going to be too too awkward for us so uh, we just we just got again go and get the job done if we pl- if we pl-
0: yeah you're right if we play to our absolute strengths then we should win but. Yeah. You shouldn't take anything you should for never granted. Know, do you? No, no, you but know, that's what know. football's about. You never know. Either never way, know. I think
1: it's an exciting tie. And, I'm uh, quite
0: happy to take any team below us if it means we can get through to the next round and somehow sneak a semi-final. How about that? Would be good. <laughs> um, you heard it here first.
1: Well, as it was our first game in a month, uh, I said uh, I had a little call with producer Jacob earlier, and I was like, "Look, I don't think we should focus on a player because it was Harry. It was the first one back, and I just thought this is a good maybe a good time chance to discuss." because we're at kind of the midpoint of the season, we've got a few months left. We've got the transfer window open now. Do you reckon right now we're in a good place with the squad, with what we've had in the first part of the season? Um,
0: How can you not think we're in a good place? Uh, At this point in (coughs) the season, um, we've got a decent squad, we've got a decent size squad, and you only got to think about, I know it's only our bench but the people he brought on on Sunday you think oh I forgot they weren't playing you know so they are first teamers we've got a nice squad he's got a good balance to it um are we in a good place right
1: now yeah well I guess the way of wording it Darren maybe do you feel we could have maybe had a bit more in that first part of the season could we've had more points
2: well we could certainly have had more points um you think of Forrest the the penalty miss yeah, exactly. Uh, straight or, straight off the bat, we, you know, you are arguably five six more points, but you know, we don't. I don't follow other teams that much to go. Oh, they should have had that point. Station, so you know. I'm sure everybody's sat at home doing their podcast saying we should have more points. So it probably all evens itself out. But certainly for us, yeah, we could. But you know, we can't argue. You know, it's, it's difficult now, isn't it, with the table um, so many teams on different amounts of games played yeah. to, to sort of just sort of see where where you are. But you know, on, on balance, we're going to be mid-table, aren't we? Um, as Dave said, I think the squad's just about right. It's just about right. Um, you know, if someone comes sniffing and takes one or two, then we could be in trouble. So it's a tight balance. Um, maybe a, a real hate-harping back to Dewsbury Hall all the time, but, you know, maybe a, another playmaking midfielder. Um, and, uh, you know, we're talking about Jerome. That's fine. He'll, he'll probably get us through this season, but there's going to have to be a bit a better backup up top, I think. But right now, I don't think we can argue, can we? I think we're all very happy.
0: True. Um, I was just thinking that I'm quite happy thinking I don't think we're going to get dragged into anything down, but down, you know, to yeah. the, the bottom end of the table. And that's a good position to be in. And if we can keep our squad tight together for the rest of the season, it makes it very interesting for next season. And I think
1: with this window, I know we spoke about this probably on our last podcast, and I think we had an Instagram question about it. But if we can just, as a club, keep progressing every single window, and if that means that this window, we don't sign someone that slots straight into that first team, but we sign an 18-year-old from League Two who in a year is going to be the next Adebayo. You know, just something like that, that we can just keep and nurture and make our own and just keep us progressing as a club i think that's important for us this window given the
0: given the fact that nathan's just signed a five and a half year contract um 2020 have a lot of faith in what he wants to do with this club he attracts players he literally does and uh he he and his scouting staff and mick harford they all know you know where this club is going and they'll recruit, you know, appropriately. And I hope by the time Power Court's built, we're we're on the on the verge of all we're going up to the, the Premier League with
1: that. And looking ahead at some of the fixtures we've got coming up, then especially this month, they look to be some tricky ones. Obviously, starting with Bournemouth for the weekend at, at half twelve, and then Reading, and I think we've got we've got Blackburn who are on fire. With Berrett and Diaz, were on twenty plus goals already. But we've got some tough fixtures coming up, and I know we've said this. About the last lot of fixtures, I think we said at one stage when we played the Cardiff game and we're going to really see where we are. But I think this is a bit of a different test now that we've had that month off. Maybe we've had the chance to maybe regroup as a team and, and look at the ambitions we have this season to really go for them. But if if we come through this month with some good results, you know, maybe the dream's alive again.
0: I Do you know what? There's, I think in this division... Anyone can beat anyone at this moment in time. That's how I feel about it. I feel that we raise our game when we play the top teams. I think we we really, really was, go for
2: it. I was just about to say exactly the same, Dave. Like if we go back a month, we gave Fulham a real good game. Real good game. And and, and for me, Fulham uh, is probably the first half hour, one of the best teams I've seen down there for a, for a long, long time. You know, I, I think we do. I think we play better against the better teams. And my, my concern is just the sheer amount of games in, in the short amount of time. We always sort of struggle with three game weeks well we're how many games we've got like six games in three weeks or whatever it is you know so that would be my concern it isn't the opposition it's the amount of games we've got to play
1: well I and think it's using
2: that whole squad
1: it's guaranteed pretty much like three game weeks now isn't it till the end of the season yeah. we still haven't had the Swansea fixture rearranged we haven't had the Coventry fixture rearranged tickets um, and then obviously the Peterborough away game has now been called off because of the FA Cup fourth yeah. round so there's already three that, that, that have to be more uh, midweeks.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's the one for me, Luke. I, I'm not worried about the opposition. We can give anyone in that that league. Okay, it's a you know strong games back to back, but it's just the amount of games. Um, and and like we're saying about the squad, is it right? It's just you know I, I wonder if they'll bring in a couple just to strengthen depth.
1: So uh, exciting! though. I, I love a transfer window. Maybe we'll do our business late as always. And
0: I suspect we're going to get a couple of loans. That's what I think. Yeah, he just doesn't yeah.
1: like a loner, does he, Jones? Unless it's right, unless it's Jewsbury Hall again. So.
0: Well, he's never coming back. Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, should we end on some Instagram questions today, then? Yeah, uh, Charlie that. says Shea or Sluga. Because to be fair to Shea, he made some cracking saves at the weekend. Did slip over a couple of times, but um, it's Shea's done all right, hasn't he?
2: Well, how he do hasn't I- done any? Yeah, he hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> you know, you're sort of looking at it that way. I, you know, I. Sluger's probably a better shot stopper as such, but I think Shea, I think the players have more faith in Shay. I think he commands his area better, certainly deals with crosses better, um, and at the moment isn't making any mistakes. So I think he just gets the nod for me.
0: I, th- I think um, I don't mind either of them in goal, to be fair. I think how can you display Shay after his last couple of performances for us? It's difficult to say, oh, we can't play you now because Sluga's back. He's got to earn his place, isn't he?
1: I think the interesting yeah. thing is, though, is that obviously Shea, well, he did start against Blackpool and Fulham, didn't he? Um, if he was going to start against Bournemouth, would he have maybe played Sluga in the cup game? Just, you know, that makes me think it's Luca then going to come in for the league one.
0: Who knows? I, I, I would have said, actually, if you've not played a competitive game for months, you know, more than the months that we've not played, then you would get him in to keep him, get him sort of Game ready, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think Shay made that that save right near the end, and for me, for me, that's it. You're in, you're in that that one where they squared it across. I mean, the, the guy should just put his laces through it, but yeah, yeah it's a, a sensational temp. save. Uh,
1: Joe says, "How long can we keep Elijah for?" And I feel like we get asked this a lot, but well, we were at saying at least the other day until, we? at
0: least until we've extended his contract taking a contract extension let's get
1: 20 mil out of him, and then we'll go from there
0: it's money isn't it sounds good anybody comes with the right money look at what's going on in the Premier League at the moment people know Aston Villa got a few quid they're putting up all their prices when they go and knock on the door for a a striker so you come and knock for hours we should charge as much as we possibly can
1: Alfie says how far can we go in the FA Cup Uh, realistically how uh, far can we go you just put that word in didn't you
0: Damn, I'll leave Darren to
1: answer that one then. Quarterfinals, I'm going to say, realistically, we'll get to. We well, can. no, no, yeah, see, here's the point. If we that.
0: get to the quarterfinals, why realistically can't we get to the semifinals? Because
1: mm. one it's... stage or another, you're going to play Manchester City.
0: Well, luck of the draw says, long as we don't get them in the final and end up like the scummers down the road.
1: Call me deluded. I think if we deluded. beat Cambridge and get like a Spurs at home, I reckon we could do Spurs at home deluded
2: look, look, I've, been, I've been saying that I've been saying that all day I've been saying that at work all day I, I, there's something in my mind that if we get through Cambridge I think we're going to get Spurs when, we, when was the last time we played Spurs it's been so long
0: actually a little thing my brother's first ever game at Kenilworth Road Luton versus Tottenham back in the day Anyway, that's a, that's an aside. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd
2: I'd love I'd love to have them at home, but I'd, I'd love to go to their stadium. I must admit, oh, their stadium's imagine gorgeous. their
1: stadium with nine thousand Luton fans behind that. It goal. would be wow. amazing. It would be unreal.
0: However, if it means we can progress, I don't care if we get the crappiest team. I really don't. Who cares about the cup run if you get to the the, the golden chalice? Who cares?
1: Me, give me Spurs away in the fifth round. As well, long as you, yeah. if you
0: can guarantee we could beat Spurs away, I'm, I'm with the Luke. Round.
2: Yeah, I'm yeah. with Luke on that.
1: Yeah. Just give me Spurs. You'd rather that than lose to like Boreham Wood in the semis or something, wouldn't you? What? Um, anyway, Chris says best FA Cup memory. We'll end on this one. Um, oh, you can start with Darren.
2: Go on, then. Ooh, um, I, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, West Ham '94, Scott Oaks. Um, That's a good I, I just, yeah, I, you know, I was, I, I was still a young lad then. Oh, no, <laughs> shut up. Um, So I was, uh, I just remember, and I'm not very tall, and just that standing at the back, you know, and telling my kids that we used to stand and everything else. But standing at the back, and then when I picked myself up, I was halfway down the stand, you know, and then, you, then you're trying to find your mates again and everything else. I just, just everything about that night was, was just pure football. Pure football, and and I'll, I'll never forget it. So, yeah, West Ham, Scott Oaks night for me.
0: So I would say um, I was at that game too. I, I mean, it was a memorable night because yeah, um, it was just a memorable night. But uh, clearly, if someone of my age and anybody of my age would say, Goodison, not Goodison, I keep saying Goodison, Everton at Villa Park would be a memory you'll never forget and you'll never forget it because you walked through there, the whole end where I was standing was jammed. It was absolutely jammed. The carnival atmosphere beforehand in the pub, when John Motson came on the telly and he was asked who he thought might win it. And he said, I think Luton might do this. And, you know, the pub went mental. Then we got to the stadium, it was jammed. And then Ricky Hill's goal... It was like the moment of absolute ecstasy. We were going to go to the FA Cup final. And if it wasn't for a dodgy refereeing decision, we would have done it. It sort of broke my heart, but I was so proud to have seen it because up until that point, Little Luton didn't do that much. It was brilliant. 1985.
1: Brilliant. Some good times.
0: Yeah, it was brilliant. And, and you know, that's my biggest... My, and I, I suppose my first real FA Cup memory was when my dad took me to... Uh, the Kenny and I think I said this to you at the weekend he 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 was walking up there's lots of playing Blackburn Rovers and he bought me a little rosette I pinned that on and I was so excited to see the FA Cup it was it was incredible yeah so there are those but the biggest the biggest FA Cup memory for me was seeing that Ricky Hill goal go in and all the absolute joy for most of that game up until the referee cheated us out of it.
1: I think in my lifetime, though, we've had a few good FA Cup ones, haven't we? Obviously, the yeah. Norwich away one was, was oh, amazing. Oh, the Norwich away,
0: you yeah, see, see yeah. the thing is, every FA Cup game that you remember and you go, and you go to and, and you get a good result or you have a good experience, it becomes brilliant. The FA Cup is brilliant for that. The Norwich away was fantastic day.
1: And Liverpool posted the other day their video of Luton 3 <laughs> Liverpool 5. And I just yeah. remember that. And you look at the team they put out that day... Unreal, do like,
2: we? Yeah, again, I was saying that today. like again, like, like they said, everyone you remember, I, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I, I watched the same clip, Luke. Classic. And, um, like you said, when you look through that Liverpool team and see those players, it's incredible.
1: I think it's, it's amazing incredible. to say that you could you saw like Steven Gerrard at that stage in his career bend on top corner at the yeah. at the Kenny. Like,
0: yeah, but And then also, I have the FA Cup memories of us beating Liverpool in a. Oh, we can't all be as old as you to remember that, unfortunately. <laughs> but there's the thing. The the hatred that Kenny Dalglish had for Luton that, that year was higher than anything you could expect. And they got what they deserved, which was sod all. We played really well.
1: Well, maybe. We'll get Liverpool in the fifth round of the FA Cup and we can get revenge.
0: <laughs> what, win 5-3 at their place? Yeah. That'd
1: not? be nice, wouldn't it? Um, well, that's all we got time for today. Here we got Bournemouth on Saturday. Yeah. Um, at the end of the month, I'm going on on tour with you? Brentford's B team good luck uh, which means I'm going to be away for like two weeks two weeks which means I'm going to need I'm going to need you to, to cover the podcast which well. means Darren's probably going to have to come in because if Bataro's got a baby I, 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 I have no idea what we're going to do for two weeks and we'll so. get you in live Darren we'll figure it out
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, no problem. Give it a go. Uh, well, right, hang well, a a bit. are
1: you? you When you say
0: working, does that mean sunbathing? Mm, no, I've got work, but anyway. Yeah, you'll be sunbathing by the pool.
1: That's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for listening. Get us on YouTube, Owen the Town, if you haven't already. Go check out the Christmas podcast. Enjoy and the Nick one. And the Nick Home one. one. There you yeah, go. and the Nick Home one. That's just me. Enjoy Bournemouth for Home, guys. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week.